0: Welcome to this new edition of Café Klingendaal, the podcast series of the Klingendael Institute. My name is Wouter Zweers, I'm a research fellow here at the Institute, and I'm joined here today by Dragana Bajic. Dragana has been at Klingendael as a guest researcher for a full week, representing the think for europe network, a network of think tanks in the Western Balkans. She's a researcher at the European Policy Center in Belgrade, where she focuses on the EU enlargement process and reforms in the Western Balkans. Dragana, thank you for joining us for this podcast. Thank you. Today we discuss media freedom in the Western Balkans, uh, a topic on which we also hosted the panel discussion here at Klingendal last week. Um, And media freedom is a key issue for the rule of law. Um, The European Union observes freedom of expression as a basic human right. And through its enlargement policies, it strives for a pluralistic and free media landscape in the Western Balkans. Maybe you can inform us on the main challenges that are related to media freedom in the Western
1: Balkans. Mm. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's uh, very true. The EU is uh, observing freedom of expression as uh, another... Um, indicator for countries' readiness to become part of the EU, um, but there is very limited progress uh, in the region uh, when it comes to this topic and we think that international reports are often insufficient to describe the full picture therefore i'm grateful to be able to talk about um, the topic Um, nowadays the means of pressuring and controlling of the media are becoming more sophisticated and i'm not only referring to the digital sphere but uh, governments in the region are inventing more latent uh, indirect methods to shrink the space for impartial reporting Um, which makes the journalist's job not only unsustainable, but insecure and often even dangerous. Um, So, uh, in terms of the general common issues, Um, what is happening on an almost daily basis are threats, attacks, uh, intimidations of of journalists. We have had severe cases of putting somebody's house on fire uh, to uh, intimidate. And in in most cases, this ends with uh, impunity. So investigations and final convictions are uh, very rare. Uh, And this mostly has to do with the lack of uh, political will. Um, Besides that, there is uh, widespread verbal harassment by politicians and through online channels, online hate speech, uh, mostly directed to female uh, journalists. And uh, in some countries, there is now a practice that politicians or state officials uh, publicly call names of particular journalists, which makes them uh, targets for online attackers. There is a lack of transparency of media ownership in all these countries with corrupt ties between um, private media owners and politicians, which contributes to the biased reporting of the mainstream media. Uh, So in that way, the mainstream media is... um, is on free media
0: what, what would be the mainstream media is it mostly television is it also the newspapers or what are the media that the people in the western Balkans, in serbia in in other mm-hmm. countries in the region through which media do they get their information
1: mostly um, some monitorings show that the most used type of media is television uh, so people are mostly informed from television channels and uh, while uh, printed media is a bit less uh, used uh, yeah. and of course online portals are also becoming quite popular but uh, when we Talk about mainstream media is definitely that media that is uh, most widely used, such as uh, television. Um, You were
0: saying the transparency in ownership is one of the issues related to to this mainstream media. Uh, The
1: ownership as as such is problematic because it's in the hands of those that uh, are close to the government. And also on the other hand, transparency as such, it's not known who are the owners. And when it comes to the private media outlets, they are struggling with uh, economic sustainability because uh, there are more media outlets than the markets can support, which makes them vulnerable to state funding. Then they resort to um, public calls for project co-financing, for example. But uh, this is also problematic because the state is uh, often rewarding uh, the funds uh, to uh, co-finance projects of those media that are close to the government and that have in the past been breaking the code of ethics instead of awarding funds to the media that will create content of public interest of the smaller communities and and so on that will deal with topics that the people are interested in. Uh, and also when it comes to uh, the state funding, uh, the state has ways to control media through advertising. Um, so these are all the opportunities for applying indirect pressures on editorial policy because these media outlets are highly depending on on the state funds. All right. Um, and uh, if we look at the journalists as an individual, they are working in a difficult environment, in difficult labor relations, because they often work without contract, with low salaries. I found a figure um, that in Albania, for example, 80% of journalists have no confidence in their professional future. Mm. Uh, so all these issues that I have presented directly lead to uh, censorship and self-censorship. And I think that there is a consensus among the journalist community uh, in the region that there is an overly spread uh, self-censorship. And uh, especially in these mainstream media, as I said, that they are um, unfree.
0: So maybe we can zoom out a little bit. We've now discussed the Western Balkans region Mm -hmm. at large as a whole. Um, Do we see any differences between the countries of the region? And also, if we look at the developments in media freedom in the past Mm -hmm. years, are there some countries that perform better than others?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, if we take a look at the international rankings, uh, we can see a positive trend uh, in North Macedonia due to the positive political climate for independent media. The country has scored better in the most recent years, and it's marking progress in comparison to other Western Balkan countries. There is, for example, a finding that the number of attacks on journalists in uh, 2018 was one-third of the previous year's figures for North Macedonia. If we take a look at the European Commission assessment for the last year, uh, besides North Macedonia, other countries had no or very limited progress in the last year. It is interesting uh, to see that two countries that already opened accession negotiations with the EU, that for years are already negotiating accession, are showing no progress in freedom of expression.
0: And those are Serbia
1: and Montenegro. Those are Serbia and Montenegro. For Serbia, uh, I know that it has had the same grade, no progress, for the last four years. So it is also maybe interesting to observe how those countries that have the possibility of negotiating do not feel motivated enough to show progress. Mm.
0: So what, what explains the, the good developments in North Macedonia and what explains the difference with these other countries that are lacking behind or not progressing in any mm-hmm. case? Is it the political climate that plays a role there or how do you see this?
1: Yes it's definitely a political commitment and uh, maybe we can assume that that incentive of starting negotiations has rushed the the country to perform better in in all areas including freedom of expression uh hoping that the negotiations would be opened soon i'm talking about north macedonia yes We can take a look, for example, at the World Press Freedom Index by Reporters Without Borders. All six countries are still uh, below 63rd place. So there are 63 countries that are uh, better in the world out of 180 countries. Out of the EU member states, uh, the region is uh, uh, better only uh, than uh, Bulgaria and Hungary. All right. And uh, as a comparison, uh, the Netherlands is on the fourth place in the ranking. And within this index, North Macedonia and Kosovo have progressed, while other countries show a decline. So there are differences uh, in the region. As a last question, uh, maybe let's also focus on the European Union for mm-hmm. a bit. because.
0: Uh, as we have already discussed, the EU is very active in the Western Balkans uh, yeah. through its enlargement policies. And it also has high requirements when it comes to the rule of law and specifically media freedom. As you also just said, the countries in the region, with the exception of North Macedonia and also Kosovo, do not seem to move in the right direction when it comes to media freedom. Can you explain why this is the case? Could it be that the benchmarks and the requirements that the EU sets are not clear enough or that there's other weaknesses in the EU approach that prevent these countries from actively reforming their regulations and working towards a more pluralistic and free media landscape?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, as you said, the EU is already doing a lot um, to... Um, support free media and to uh, help the countries advance in uh, freedom of expression. Uh, This is done mainly through monitoring uh, against the political criteria and within the chapter 23 new accession negotiations which is dealing with um, fundamental rights and uh, this is one of the rule of law chapters. Um, The EU provides assistance in drafting media legislation and also uh, providing financial support through pre-accession funds. But we think that um, to improve the situation, Um, The EU has to go beyond uh, observing progress, uh, beyond formal criteria and legislation, as uh, the countries in in the region have the power to simulate the reform, uh, to present that things are moving, that something has been done, but uh, in fact, when you start examining in depth, the the substance is uh, missing. And it's definitely not uh, easy, uh, considering the internal issues of the EU and, for example, it is not easy to provide a good model um, for the region if the neighbors of the region, such as Hungary and Bulgaria, are violating uh, human rights of journalists.
0: Yeah, that's that's a very interesting point. And I think, of course, for the EU to be a credible actor, it also needs to look... At the problems it faces internally,
1: exactly. uh,
0: when it comes to the rule of law, when it comes to media freedom in some of its member states.
1: Exactly. So maybe that disincentivizes the countries uh, when they, you know, when they look who, the situation in Hungary, for example. But still, I mean, wh- while solving the internal issues, we think the EU should not let the enlargement process stagnate and risk the media situation in the region potentially backslides even more so there should definitely be much stronger attention to to the issues of uh, media freedom as as you mentioned the the benchmarking the media stakeholders feel that the benchmarking hasn't been sufficiently effective to respond to the circumstances and uh, we think that uh, the benchmarks can be specified better uh, in a manner to um, include indicators that are outcome-oriented, so that the, um, the governments, while reporting, uh, do not only report in an overly descriptive way, but really, really show track record uh, what are the outcomes. Uh, Instead of
0: having a focus on output. In terms of output of laws, adopting of laws that may not be
1: implemented
0: in practice. Exactly, exactly.
1: Um, And also there is a possibility, of course, to envision some post-accession monitoring mechanisms that would uh, then motivate the country uh, to keep the reform even after becoming the member state uh, so that uh, it has better access to structural funds and other uh, membership benefits. So to, to have such a mechanism for the freedom of expression area.
0: Thank you, Dragana. That's certainly very interesting. And we will also make sure to follow future developments in Southeastern Europe closely here at Klingendaal when it comes to the EU enlargement process, when it comes to the rule of law and when it comes to media freedom. Um, so thank you.
1: Thank you, it was a pleasure.
0: If you want to stay up to date on Café Klingendal, uh, please register for our newsletter at www.klingendal.org.